Welcome to episode 20 of On The Schmooze. Let's do this. Welcome to On The Schmooze, the podcast that highlights talented people from different fields, explores how they built strong networks, and overcame challenges on their way to becoming successful leaders. Now here's your host, Robbie Samuels. Welcome back to On The Schmooze. Thank you so much for joining me. Last week, I had the pleasure of interviewing Jenny Blake. This week, you'll be hearing from me, your host. Every other week, I'll be offering my take on some aspect of networking and relationship building. These shorter podcast episodes will include practical tips and techniques you can put into practice right away. My hope is that insights from me and my guests will help you achieve the leadership position you're seeking, build and sustain your professional network, and find the work-life balance that works best for you. This week, I'll be sharing my tips on what to do during those first 15 minutes at a networking event. Visit ontheschmooze.com and look for episode 20 to download a transcript of today's episode for your files or to print and share with your colleagues. You've gotten dressed up and ventured out to a networking event. With some advanced research, you're pretty confident that you'll be able to make good connections at this event. You walk in and now what? How do you jump in? The first question to ask yourself is, am I a guest or a host? If you're a regular and you know many people at the event, then consider yourself a host. This is true more times than you might have realized. Being a host means you go out of your way to welcome others and make introductions. You look for those outliers and you help them feel connected. You'll find there are many benefits to being a regular and being known by others in the room. Instead of scattershot attendance, Focus your energy on just a few organizations' events, and you'll quickly become a regular. Of course, there's always that first time when you're a newcomer. What do you do if you're a guest? If you're an introvert and or shy and you find networking very stressful, you may naturally gravitate to the edges of the room. However, this can be pretty counterproductive to making connections. Yeah, you might find it easier to meet other wallflowers, but what are your options at the end of that conversation? If neither of you knows other people in the room, then you can't get introduced or make introductions. That will make exiting that conversation way more difficult and potentially awkward. Really great meeting you. Excuse me, I need to find the restroom. They reply, oh, uh, thanks, I'll follow you. Awkward. <laughs> Start by circling the room. Really, you know, get a lay of the land. Notice how people are gathered and look for openings in groups of three or four. And you'll see, you know, they're having a casual conversation. You want to avoid interrupting those dynamic duos, right? The people who are really intensely in a conversation. Just observe the body language of others in the room and you'll become aware of who's more open to engaging in a conversation. So I covered this tip in a lot more detail in episode eight. My number one networking tip, croissants versus bagels. So definitely check that out if you have any like concerns about how to break into these spaces. If you've completed your lap and didn't see a conversation opening, then get in line for food or a drink. And as you're moving through the line, make eye contact with someone near you and, you know, start a casual conversation. You could ask them their opinion about the specialty drink they ordered or comment on how delicious the Buffalo Artico cheese dip is, two things that I've personally done. The point is, keep it casual. This is not the moment to whip out your business card and just start pitching at them. It's important to keep these interactions upbeat and you know, resist the temptation to connect through complaining. 
Yeah, it's common to complain about the weather, traffic, sports, or the stock market, but these are really not great opening lines, and they tend to result in very rote replies. And if you do it in excess, you're going to be pegged as a downer. And honestly, no one wants to hang out with a complainer. Instead, use this as an opportunity to make a positive observation or ask a question about the food or drink in front of you. Just, just something small to get a conversation started with someone standing near you. You know, it's much easier to meet people when they're not standing with their circle of friends. And this is more likely to happen when you get in line for food or a drink. This is also a key difference between networking events and any other night of the week at a bar. While it's possible to apply these kinds of tips in any social situation, people are looking to make connections when they attend a networking event. So someone sort of casually having a conversation while you're getting a drink, this might lead to you being invited to meet the friend they came with, and that friend might have been in a conversation with a couple of other people they just met, and now suddenly... Instead of not knowing a single soul in the room, you're interacting with four people who all arrive there looking to meet new people. Now, of course, you'll have the best experience at a networking event if you plan ahead and have a sense of purpose for why you're in the room in the first place. To help you with that, you should listen to episode four to learn how to stop wasting time networking. And that will help you make the most of these opportunities. You'll also want to avoid saying something that will alienate someone as you meet them. And to learn the best practices for what to say and, and, more importantly, what not to say when greeting someone, check out episode six, The Downside to Being a Unicorn. Actually, if you haven't already, check out all my shorter podcast episodes. Every other week, I share a practical tip or technique that will help become much more confident when you network. I'd love to hear what you think of these tips. Leave a comment in the show notes at ontheschmooze.com. Look for episode 20. Thanks again for listening to this solo episode of On The Schmooze. As a reminder, I'll have a transcript of this podcast available for download as an easy-to-print or save PDF in the show notes. Visit ontheschmooze.com and look for episode 20. I want to sincerely thank all of you who have already subscribed and left a rating and review on iTunes. Seriously, thank you. By subscribing and leaving a rating and review on iTunes, you're helping this podcast get discovered by more listeners. Will you subscribe and leave an honest rating and review? Include your Twitter handle in your review so I can give you a shout out. It's easy to find our iTunes page at itunes.ontheschmooze.com. That's schmooze, S-C-H-M-O-O-Z-E. Thank you in advance. Look forward to connecting again next week for a longer episode when I'll be interviewing a talented professional about their untold stories of leadership and networking. We'll explore their career challenges, work-life balance, and how they built strong professional networks on their way to becoming successful leaders. Until then, have an awesome week. Thanks for listening to On the Schmooze podcast at www.ontheschmooze.com. That's On the Schmooze, S-C-H-M-O-O-Z-E. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.